0: This is Shudders, Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi and welcome to episode 479 of Shudders, Inc. My goodness, I can't believe it. Anyway, this is Bruce Williams from Shudders, and joining me on Skype from Melbourne, Victoria in lockdown from creativephotoworkshops.com.au, Mr. Glenn Lavender. How are you? You
1: know, you think you're bad or you can't believe it. Imagine. I wonder if you have got any listeners who've been here like since episode one. They're the people we should feel sorry for.
0: <laughs> yes, we do.
1: I mean, what have they? What have they done wrong in their lives? What? 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 <laughs> what are, why are they? You know, what are they? Are they trying the, to? The uh, only thing they've to, done
0: wrong. The only thing they've done wrong is, is twice not twice? is not hit the unsubscribe button. <laughs>
1: Yes, maybe they don't know how to. I mean, we we're just discussing off air that yeah, when it comes to when it comes to computer stuff, I'm yeah, I'm yeah, not able to function particularly well, and this could be the case. Look, I hit, somehow I hit a button, and every week the damn thing comes on, and I can't stop it. And it seems to play by itself, and the only thing I can do is let it run itself out, and eventually yeah. it stops.
0: Yeah, well, there you go. I guess I guess they'll learn to unsubscribe if they want to. <laughs>
1: Well, you could always Google it, yeah, that's but they right. might, have those, might, might not have those capabilities either. I mean, they've been around this long, I mean, the, 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 the decrease in brain cells. <laughs> um, I just see a funny meme this week, though, about face masks. Oh, yeah? If you're worried that putting on a face mask will reduce oxygen to your brain and kill off brain cells, <laughs> that ship has probably already sailed.
0: Yes, I did see that. <laughs> Which I thought was rather,
1: rather good. Yeah, Mind you, I also just saw a, a face mask, a photo of face mask, which is they've used a lettuce leaf and ripped two holes in where the eyes are. <laughs> <Your> eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we could got to get a my wife, my wife just got in some um, face masks today. She ordered them a month, oh, a month or so ago, I think, at least. Right. Uh, one of them is uh, Marilyn Monroe's lips. Oh, nice! So, so and chin. So you put it on your face, and you, you've got Marilyn Monroe's big red lips staring at you, and the other one's Mona Lisa smiling, just, just a lip smiling back at you.
0: Nice.
1: Which I've to say, I, I look good in Mona Lisa. I've got to say, I'll just yeah, <laughs> clarify
0: that. What I'd like to see is the Rolling Stones' lips and tongue.
1: Exactly. On a so mask. we, we, are, we Victorians, down and in Victoria, are, it's is now illegal for us to go outside. I know uh, without a face mask on. So it's. Um, it's kind of bizarre. I haven't been out. That only started today, right? It's a two hundred dollar fine if you're seen outside without a mask on. Wow! My wife did go up to the shops and she said uh, she saw only one person without a mask, which is pretty cool. You know? Yeah. She said they weren't that busy. There wasn't that many people around, but there was only one person without a mask, and she thought maybe she had some issues that you know, were a uh, mask wasn't going to help anyway. Right. <laughs> Police <laughs> okay. and she said she saw one man with it with it on, but just pulled down under his chin, try <laughs> and walk into a store and security guard was at the store and stopped and said until he put it on he was not allowed in. So excellent, yeah, yeah. So it's it's been taken reasonably seriously.
0: Yeah, good.
1: One one of our one of our uh, school mum friends from the previous kids kids previous school was driving around to all the mums this week delivering ice cream. She figured everyone needed it. <laughs> good Nice But yeah, that little network kind of works, you know Trying to look after each other Yeah, but, uh, yeah It's, it's, it's been, a, been a bizarre old week down here again So we're back into homeschooling and yeah, uh, that's that's challenging, but yeah, you know, the good thing is that the school, my my eldest daughter's school last time, they just botched the job so completely on the system they had in place, and this oh, right. this time around, after so many complaints of kind of doing it more logically, and yeah, you know, it, it seems it seems that's going to be a bit smoother. Yeah, and, right. And um, my my youngest daughter's school, she uh, they're, they're kind of doing exactly the same way with a few more sort of online meetups. But uh, but yeah, you know, fifteen minutes before school starting on Monday morning, uh, she's already in a uniform and ready to go. So she, she was keen to get back, even though it's yeah, uh, you know, she's make, dressed up. You're not good. making
0: your girls dress in school uniform for her. No, homes. She,
1: she, she does it herself. You know, she even for every home day in schooling. School yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, she wants to be. She, she wants. To, she says she wants to be in that mindset of I'm at school. This is a nine year old kid. I want, yeah. in, I want to be. I be in the. And I've read this stuff. And you know, if you're going to run your own business from home, you should. You should dress like you're going to work. Yeah. Yep. Whatever your work is, you yep. know. Uh, I've even heard of people who get in their car, drive around the block, and they come into their own house, <laughs> as in they've arrived at work. <laughs> and it kind of frees the brain up, you know. To the okay, now I'm going to work, and it sort of sets that that yeah, attitude right. up. But, uh, but my youngest one, yeah, she's uh, she dresses every day, and then she has PE. Yesterday, PE every day. So she changed into a PE uniform. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, does that, and you know, yeah, good. On. I'm happy to encourage that if that's what you know makes her get on to yeah doing the work properly and actually getting involved and stuff. So
0: yeah, right. Uh, yeah, well, of course, uh, as you've probably seen, uh, the Northern Territory has now uh, basically said anyone arriving from New South Wales and Victoria is going to have to quarantine for 14 days. So looks like the Northern Territory's off the. <laughs> <laughs> Travel oh, itinerary,
1: <laughs> mate.
0: At this rate, it's going to be a trip to the entrance for the day. How
1: far was it? Half,
0: Half hour? an hour. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Well, yeah, so so I don't we, know what we're going to be doing now. It, we, yeah, we, we're, we're,
1: we're, we're only allowed to stay inside sort of metropolitan Melbourne, but even that's mostly frowned upon. You're not yeah. unless you've got a reason. So a guy got fa- fined sixteen hundred and fifty two dollars for driving thirty kilometers for some Indian food. Wow! Because um, he didn't have a, the <laughs> fact that wasn't a good enough reason. Wow! To, um, to, so yeah, and so uh, the Indian restaurant found out. And they're, they're providing him the ye- years with a free curry, <laughs> which you've got to have a bit of a laugh over. That's you know.
0: uh, great, very funny. <laughs> but uh, yes, there's been a
1: bit of that sort of stuff. There was a photographer and a model in downtown Melbourne. I think it was yesterday, possibly the day before. They all blend into one, uh, doing a, a TFP photo shoot. Yep, he's photographing her for a portfolio, and uh, police approached him and said, "Is this? Uh, uh, what are you doing?" I said, "I'm oh, doing portfolio photography." And they said, uh, is this a paid gig? They said, oh, no, no, it's not a paid gig. Right, here's $1,650 fine each. Wow. That's $3,304 $3, for that little uh, little escapade to do a Time for the, <laughs> time for a Prince wow. photo shoot. Wow. Well, it's kind of stupid. You know you're not supposed to be out without a decent reason. Yep. Yeah, the interesting thing was, if they'd said, yes, it was a paid shoot, they probably could have got away with it because you'll have to do work. Yep. they us to go out for work that can't be done in your own home. Yeah. But I'd be very curious then to see how they needed to prove that it was work. You know, yeah. To show a contract <laughs> exactly. and had to show payment or an invoice or, or something, you know. Yeah, Does he have to have an ABN order. as yep. a photographer? Yeah. All that sort of stuff. And, so, and the problem is that so much of this stuff is open to the, the policeman's interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, their under, and their own understanding of stuff. So it's, it's really confusing. So I wanted to go out fishing. Yeah, I take the kids out fishing <laughs> for after school, and the wording is so ambiguous that um, you—it's like you should stay as close to home as possible. Right. Okay, so you're allowed to fish in the, within the metropolitan area if you live within the metropolitan area, but you should fish uh, as close uh, should, should try to remain as close to home as possible. It doesn't say you have to. Yeah. It says right. you should. Yeah. Okay. So, should is open to, to fairly loose. and uh, But you're allowed to drive to the beach to go for ex- exercise. Right. But obviously, your closest beach, not just any old. Yeah. yeah. So... If I were to go fish at that beach, <laughs> but that's not my close waterway. So it means it's so ambiguous that you can yeah. You know, if a cop pulled you over and you said, "Well, hang on," say yeah, you know, try and find me, but I'll fight it. And by the way, what's the what's the jail sentence time for <laughs> not paying this fine? Uh Because it says you should do it, doesn't say you have to do it, and it's ambiguous as that, yeah you know, where you can travel, how far. And that's that's the problem with all these things. If you're going to make a hard and fast rule, it's got to be hard. It's got to be fast. Yeah you can't have any ambigu- ambiguities in it because it it, yeah, it leads to not even to deliberately trying to do the wrong thing, but just confusion. Yeah. Yeah? And, and, and so everyone then says, no, I'll just stay at home. But when you could act- actually have gone out and done that, you know, uh, and had a bit of you know, mental break. and Because yeah, my, my, my mental state this week's been a bit of a bloody mess. Right. Just because I'm, I'm just... Yeah, so sick of this, yeah. You know, as I know, so many people are, but I'm not my Pat Malone there, yeah. But uh, yeah, you just want to just want to just do something different for yeah. just a day or two, you know. Um, and, and then you then you worry about it, go, well, yeah, I can't go and pay do a 1600 dollars fine that'll kill me, you know. So, yeah, stick in the house and do nothing, yeah. But uh, I, I posted up on Facebook just before just before we started, there's been this, this thing going around, um. Let me see if I'll pull it up there or I remember. Um, that uh, after this pandemic is completely over, I would like to have a drink around the campfire with... Have you seen that one going around? No. Or have a cup of tea. Well, it's like, yeah, you, you post your name up. Uh, at the end of the pandemic, you're gonna, you and that person will get together for, for a drink and a catch-up in real life to to you know to bring humanity back. And uh, but what you to do, you to also share that with other people and everything else. So, so I put up there, I, I kind of reworded it slightly to my own my own ilk. Right. After this pandemic is completely over, I would like to have a drink around a campfire with the first no people to like the status, <laughs> a glass of bourbon, beer, iced tea, or whatever. All you have to do is like the status, and I promise not to have a drink with you. (laughs) I'm really curious to who my first get-togethers won't be with. And then in brackets, I was antisocial before COVID, and it's a fair to middling chance I will be after. (laughs) So I want to go out, I just don't want to see anybody, you know? (laughs) And I was talking to a fellow photographer this week, and uh, who's uh, she's a wedding and baby photographer, and so her entire world's collapsed as well. Yeah. Um, and so we had a chat during the week on online, and um, and and we're both saying how much we're okay. We're secretly loving the don't have to social with people. <laughs> yeah. The uh, staying at stay home with a nice drink and watching Netflix is quite okay as long as you can go out and do antisocial things yourself. <laughs> Like, go and go, go out for a walk without anyone being around or whatever. Yeah, we want to be able to leave the house, but we don't necessarily want to see people. Yeah, <laughs> kind, of, kind of funny. Yeah, um, so yeah, so I've been watching lots of YouTube this week. I haven't done any photos, right? Uh, except with the, with the possible exception of maybe a couple of iPhone shots. I don't know, I haven't really uh, been paying much attention to photography. I oh, That's right. My, <laughs> my kids' homeschooling, you've got to do photos of them doing certain activities to prove that they're doing them. So I've been doing photos of that. So there's iPhone right. shots of that. That's yep. my photography for the week. My my kid my kid dancing for the TV <laughs> to prove <laughs> that she's doing her, her exercise. <laughs> and oh, I don't know. I like just scrolling through my my phone phone photos section. I had to film a video for Narbox for, for the importers of Narbox in Australia this week. A little little why I use it video. So I did okay, that, uh, for the, because this coming weekend. By the time that podcast comes out, it'll be over. Uh, there's something called Photo Live On, which is a, it's basically a, a photo show, like uh, a photography show that would have been live, but now it's like online instead. Yep. This, I think, I think it's based in Melbourne. It was originally going to be based in Melbourne. Now it's, um, yeah, I know they're doing live crosses to Perth and other areas and all that kind of stuff. Right. So, yeah, photoliveexpo.com.au if you want to go and see what you just missed.
0: Excellent. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so I did a video for that, and then, then, oh, then I had to provide some images for Tamron today for something for that as well. So so I've, I've had a little bit of involvement, and then I got booked for a job to actually take photos on Monday. Wow. I know. I've got to actually work. Right. Which is, once again, going back to my, I would like to not be sociable. <laughs> it's do <laughs> doing my head in. Uh, apparently, uh, the, the, it's a product launch. You know what I mean? it's mean? We're launching a new product. It's a camera top video encoder. There you go. Okay. And we'll be in the studio shooting a video, and we need behind-the-scenes photos, in-situ photos for marketing, and product photos. Nice. Well, not really, because does any of that sound like something I'd like to do? No. (laughs) No. That's straight up. Um, Product photography. I can't do product photography.
0: I'm sure you can.
1: Could you imagine trying to do good product photography of a video encoder box? Yeah, you know, If someone said, "Oh, can you photograph this this really lovely um, perfume bottle?" You're probably in with a fair chance of getting something. Yeah, you know, at least reasonably interesting. Yeah, you know, not maybe a nice bottle of you know whiskey, but oh, there's just golden colours shining through. Yeah, fair chance, you know.
0: Yeah,
1: black plastic box, possibly not so much. <laughs> possibly not so much. Uh, so that's my job for all of Monday. I'm doing so right uh the things you say yes to that's it. so yeah so uh, uh in situ photos for market. i'm assuming that means on top of camera yeah yeah not in box that you bought it in
0: no <laughs> that's well, also in situ not.
1: in plastic bag you carried it home in that's yeah. also in situ in box it was delivered in uh by mailman also in <laughs> situ there's quite a lot of in situ yeah, so this is this is by a company called top dog top dog black okay. dog red dog oh i can't remember what they're called uh, pay a lot of attention to these sort of things, but they're they're bird dog. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Just came to bird dog. Uh, they do some. They, from what I've seen, they do some pretty remarkable stuff for video and like for live broadcast stuff. And uh, yeah. I think uh, ESPN are using them in the states. And uh, uh, if there's any live sport to be doing, they're, they're, there's lots of stuff like that. So uh, yeah, cool. It'll be gonna be a bit of interest. Uh, they do these pretty cool, like, I think they do these, like, these webcam-type things that you can set up, but you can do, like, multiple screen grabs for, like, different segments of, of the screen. Oh, okay. As well. You know, so you've got one feed, but you can have, like, 14 different angles. Yeah. Because it's such high res. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll discuss next week what a cluster <laughs> that was. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> how, ba- how badly that all went.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, uh, after last week's discussions about uh, the comet NEO-wise, I put out, you know, uh, well, we mentioned it on the podcast, and uh, of course it was in the show notes for the podcast, uh, about whether or not the comet would be visible from the southern hemisphere. Turns out that this Sunday, the 26th, I think it is, uh, we are meant to get a bit of a glimpse of it. So uh, Lee Gatland sent me uh, a a a link on uh, Facebook Messenger and said, check out this website. It's got all the details. So uh, I will put that link in the show notes, but you will pretty much need to act on that the day that this podcast comes out. uh,
1: I heard from someone in the States a day or two ago and they were photographing it that they couldn't see it with the naked eye. Oh. I got it in the photos, so I'm not sure how fast it's fading or if that was just one person who you know, didn't know what they're looking for or whatever, but I didn't bring right. an awful lot of interest because I wasn't think- thinking we were going to have a chance to see it. Yeah. So, um, so oh, that's that's cool. So, so um, my tip would be if you go, do get a chance, because we can't really go out of home to do it anyway, uh, if you can go out to do it uh, and you don't see anything, photograph it anyway. Right. You get a good 30-second exposure, at least 1,600 ISO or higher. Yep. And, you know, wide open. If you can't see anything with a naked eye, it should more than likely pop up. But 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 I'm assuming – so is that going to be evening, Did it say? i will assume. it's going to be I think
0: it evening. is. I think it's sort of early evening, 6, 7 yeah. o'clock-ish, something like so, that. So,
1: yeah, so so the the prompt of course, can be uh, if you have to shoot at 3,200 ISO to be able to see it – and thirty seconds, there may be too much ambient still around yeah to, that'll wash it out. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tricky. It's nothing like we hit the, the, the North America had where they had pitch black skies. It was the yeah at you know, a time of night or it's early morning where it was dark and that the best and it was high up in the sky. We'll have it low to the horizon. Yeah, and in that afterglow of, um, of 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 what's the if there's uh, any sun. There may might, might not be There may be no sun that day, Bruce. it might just be cloud. <laughs> Uh, that's there's always no sun, there's no, the, Well there's no sunsets on those days. Um the sun doesn't set, it's just it's just cloudy. Hmm. Technical, I know. Who knows? You you Linux people would understand
0: that. We'll, we'll wait and see.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so fingers crossed, it'd be pretty cool. I mean yeah. I'll I'll definitely try and have a look um, yeah. out there. Let's see where we go. So I'm assuming it's gonna be in the um the the southwest
0: ish. Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. Let me get the link up. Southern <laughs> Comets home page. Uh, so, North America Southern Hemisphere chart from 26th of July. Yep, so that's Sunday at 35 south latitude brightness fading from magnitude 4 to 6 in this period viewing conditions improved during July as the comet moved into the evening sky for northerners the earliest opportunity for southerners to see the fading comet will occur on the early evening of July 26 very low on the northwestern horizon so oh, yeah north-western. okay so you're going to be looking right pretty much into the yeah. setting sun basically yeah Uh, It could appear fourth magnitude and spot a nice bright dust tail visible in binoculars. Bright, dusty comets typically fade more slowly post-perihelion, so I'm hopeful we could see it with the naked eye. However, low altitude and moonlight will interfere during this period. Okay. So there we go. So anyway,
1: so if you can see the tail in binoculars, it's a good chance you won't see the tail with the naked eye. it will be very dim. Yeah. But you may see a fuzzy ball. Yep. So look for a fuzzy ball first. Yeah. And said, and ideally binoculars. You want something like a a ten by fifty binoculars, something something with a bigger yeah thingy on the end. Not so not your (laughs) ten by twenty five. So yeah, you want your fifties. Yeah. It's for light gathering power. Right, uh, but no, oh, awesome. Well, we'll give it, we'll give it a shot and see what see what comes. Yeah, uh, low on the rise. That's a, a bit disappointing, but yeah, what are you going to do? You
0: know, that's it. Of we always of knew it was going to be very hit yeah. and miss for the southern hemisphere. Yeah. So
1: yeah, so I'm assuming it's going to be for a few days after that.
0: Well, I'm I'm hoping so, but the this particular page doesn't seem to give any information as to how long it might hang around for.
1: Yeah, so I, I originally heard from July 28 we would be able to see it. Right. But then after that I heard we weren't going to be able to see it at all. So that which doesn't make any sense at all because it follows a oh, Actually, path, hang
0: so. on, sorry, I've just scrolled down past the next image. By August 1, so that would suggest a five-day period days, yeah. uh, comet neo wise will have rapidly gained altitude over the northwestern evening horizon and from 35 south latitude will be 15 degrees up at the end oh. of astronomical Twilight uh, well that's
1: pretty good it'll then it might be down to magnitude six which would be um, I think sort the the cusp of human vision yeah
0: okay so this this is suggesting that there could be a, a Good two week period.
1: Yeah, I mean normally this since you have a fair period of time, it'd be unusual to only have a, you know, a day or two to see it. Which yep. is why whenever you see it moves, it drives me crazy. When a, something shoots across, oh, it's a comet! No, <laughs> comets don't move like that, dude. It drives, drives me insane. It actually, drives my wife more insane because every time it happens on TV, she knows I'm going to say that, <laughs> <laughs> which tends to yeah. You know, I think I think I think being married was this is why you should remarry every seven years. Because they've heard all your jokes, they've heard all your gripes. Yes. Yeah. You know, no wonder you run out of conversation because you've got nothing else to complain about. That's it. And you can't make them laugh anymore unless you fall over and hurt yourself. So <laughs> that's it. Every seven years, it should be like a like a swap system. It's just like you know, a lottery. You have you to trade just, it. it. It just gets moved around. It's like it's, a mecha- it's like a mechanical. You just have prepared. You sit there with your bag and you move down a couple of houses. You have to move far. Just a couple of houses down.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah,
1: that'll <laughs> work.
0: Uh, what do you got on your list for this week?
1: Well, I just read here that uh, uh, soldiers in full uniform have pl- uh, patrolled Melbourne streets uh, alongside police officers. Right. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that they're looking for people without masks, possibly. Right? Yeah, right. But see, but see, here's the thing. Um, what we can use our military in our country, not other countries that that's sort of stuff goes on. And our ours are for, for nice reasons, not for horrible reasons. Yeah. But uh, I think yeah, it, it's yeah. We so we had we had uh, uh, a couple of days of four hundred whole cases this week. You know, so Jeez. It, it was still, but which is you know, it's still nothing.
0: You know. Oh look, we're certainly do- doing better than Brazil and the US. Yeah. Well, the US are getting seventy five
1: thousand cases a day. Yeah. And we're at four hundred. I mean, they're getting more per minute, just about, than we are getting for the entire. So, uh, well, they're getting more per day by sevenfold than we've had since March. Yeah, as, as for the entire country. So I mean, so we, yeah, I know we're being safe and ju- ju- looking after people here, but it, it's, um, and good on them. We should, but, uh, but we, yeah, we can't really complain too much, and you know, we couldn't be bitching and moaning about how bad coronavirus is here because, well, frankly, it's not. Yeah, because we locked down, it's yeah. not that bad yeah uh, but i don't I don't think we as a as a country should be bitching and moaning too much about it you know yeah financial hardships all well, I totally understand because i'm living it but um th- but as far as you know the impact of the actual disease is 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 been contained pretty well, even four hundred cases of victoria, that's still reasonably well contained yeah i would i would have thought you know um and, and the good thing is if, if it's four hundred cases, you can't assume and hope. That they're able to do a reasonable amount of contact tracing on that because it's not an overwhelming amount of people. No, and you would kind of imagine that out of that four hundred, there might be a few people from the same family, sort of thing. Which once again helps. If you if you are getting ten thousand cases a day in your state, you can't trace that. That's just no. out of control. So yeah, so I think I think I think you know, even though we're the worst state in the in the country, yeah, I still think we're doing okay. Yep. Yep. not doing too bad. and uh, i will wait for New South Wales to close down again. That's going to yeah. be... That's on the cards, the same. Yep. You know? Yeah.
0: Waiting for that. I'd like to break into the podcast briefly to mention that we now have a Patreon account. If you get any value at all from our photographic giggle fest each week, we'd really appreciate it if you could spare a couple of bucks a month just to help keep the servers running. The link will be in the show notes. Much appreciated. Now... Back to the podcast.
1: Anyway, so um, what have I got on my list? Well, this week, this week the uh, the 2020 iPhone Photography Award winners were announced. Oh, nice! And um, you know, I wanted to have a bit of a gander, you know, just to see, yeah, you know, kind of what they're like and stuff. Yeah. And you know, I've got to say, I've because I'm of because i am i do not like really not like looking at um, photography award winning entries that much. Yeah. Because there's there's so little unreality in a lot of it. You know what I mean? Right. Um whereas I actually kind of enjoyed looking through the um, iPhone photography awards. Right. Because the photos were a lot more, I don't know, photographic. Artistic? Not even not so much hard, just just more simple. Okay. You know? Just 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 real. Yeah. You know? A lot more there's a lot more reality to the images, then you see in a lot of these photo competitions, right? You know, yeah, not saying I like every image, but there's, there's, yeah, it's, it's simple photography. Yep. Yeah, and I guess that on top of that, it's it's maybe it's, it's more achievable, more, more, yeah, it's something that you could, yeah. You look at a lot of photo competitions, you go, well, I've got no chance of entering in this. What's the point? Yeah, look at, the, look at what yep. people are submitting. Yeah. Plus, I don't understand the criteria half the time. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but this iPhone photography stuff is—it's—it's it's simple, but but really nice, you know. It, yep. it doesn't, yeah. It's not completely over the top uh, photoshopped. I'm sure there's posted every one of them, but it's not, yep. yeah, overtly crazy sort of stuff, you know. I like um, the
0: floral category winner.
1: Floral category? What did they win? <laughs> That's great. Uh, panorama. Other. What was an other winner. Landscape floral. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't get the. Floral. That's, <laughs> that's a bit a bit lame. I have to say. Um, if anyone it hasn't the the uh, the energy to bother to want to go look at it, it's basically just uh, a green bush with one purple flower and dead smack bang in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I gotta tell you, I can't look at this image without that stupid curved line stick towards the bottom third. Oh, the on, flower.
0: I'll go back up. Uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. yep.
1: Yep. I, I, I should get in touch on the and say yeah, there's an app called Touch Retouch. They've got to rid of that really quickly. <laughs> um, but I did like, uh, being a people photographer, it kind of always appeals to me anyway, but um, uh, portrait, the portraits winner I thought was beautiful. You know? I think they could have controlled their highlights a bit better with their phone.
0: I don't think I've got to the portraits yet.
1: That's number 50. Are you looking on D Preview? Uh, Petapixel. Okay. It's a guy sitting in a chair inside a, looks like a mosque.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. This is third place photographer of the year.
1: Oh, oh, oh I, I haven't seen. Oh, so I saw was first uh, first place for portraits. Oh, so okay. I really like that. I mean, I'd probably like to see. Maybe you need to see the image bigger. I don't know, but it, it looks like the highlights are a bit are a bit shot in the small image.
0: Okay. Oh, so I'm not sure if it's the same. If, if you and I are looking at the same image, just or a not. guy
1: sitting just a guy sitting in a, in, a, in, a, in a inside a mosque in some beautiful light, wearing it all white.
0: Oh no, that's obviously a different shot. Um, no, oh yes, it's right at the bottom. Okay, yep, portraits category winner,
1: yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I love the scene, it's fabulous, yeah. But uh, once again, I'll I, I zoom in on that. It actually looks blurry. Oh, does it? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the, the wall, I can see quite a bit of detail, but he looks so. I'm thinking he was not it's not pixelated because everything else looks okay, he looks out of whack, yeah, right. That's interesting. Uh, so from a distance it looks okay. I'd love to see the, the you know, full size picture. But there is some some lovely stuff. Just yeah, it's, a, it's just simple. Yeah, it's just yeah. simple photography. Um, the travel winner's great. There's a guy at a uh, rowing a boat in Varanasi with just some seagulls flapping around. Uh, it's just just beautifully done as well. Yeah, so just I don't know,
0: oh, I don't okay. look at any
1: of these photographs and I think, hey, you know, we could we could go out and do
0: stuff like that. It's weird because you're the one who sent me the link for the petapixel, but you're not. Looking oh, I'm at not the-
1: looking at the petapixel one. though. <laughs> I'm not looking at the link sent you.
0: Of course not.
1: (laughs) Why would I do that?
0: So the the guy in the boat in Varanasi is not in the Petapixel link images, yeah. (laughs) 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 Number Jeez.
1: Would that why why would that surprise you? This is this is well, their first time when, at camp, you know.
0: When, when you send me stuff and say this is what we're going to talk about on the podcast, <laughs> I assume that what's on that page is what we're going to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> Call so me crazy. How many episodes but... in four
1: hundred and sixty nine? Are you still falling for that stuff? <laughs> oh, it's so oh, um, maybe I should look at look at the penepixel and see what they've got. They might have some good stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Photography award winners. There we go. I like the the guys jumping. That's that's kind of cool. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um And the third place photographer of the year is interesting because it looks like a double exposure, where the guy is looking at the camera but also looking away from the camera.
1: The yeah, it's really bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, it, or it, it's, it's this weird, bl- blurred, bizarre. But that's that's easy enough to do an iPhone. You can do double exposures. Okay. So that, that's. No and I like problem. the abstract,
0: the, which is r- right right yeah, after that. I
1: really love that. It's, it's like it's like a, a a sunset over a river plain, isn't it? You know? I couldn't
0: work out what it was.
1: Well, it looks like rust or something on a wall.
0: Uh, yeah is it is it rust on a wall or is it something it's taken haunted, from something. high altitude looking down on landscape? I honestly can't tell.
1: Yeah, so if you zoom in on the stuff that's that that kind of makes you feel like a tree, it doesn't look like trees. It looks the same stuff. So to me, it looks like um, in fact there's footprints by the looks of it on it, right? The wall (laughs) or the floor, whatever it is. So so to me, it looked like paint or something all flaked off, but in a way, in a way that it looked, and that's what makes it really good. It's abstract. But it looks like something recognisable, yeah. Yeah. uh, And imagine the late sunset with that golden glow and stuff on the water and the top of the trees. Yeah. So so yeah, so it's pretty coolly done. The uh, children category winner I thought was really good. This like a kid with fairy floss or something, yeah, over its head. Yeah. So you know, you look at those photos, you go, you know, we can go and do that. Yep. We can go and take really nice looking photos. Yep. So, so I was going to say I was more inspired looking at those than I had looked at any tra- any photo competition in a long time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, because I know it, it's real. It maybe maybe real something we're all craving at the moment. I don't know yeah. It, to, <laughs> yeah. To me, it certainly had a lot more a lot more um, nicety about it. Yeah. And, and and Peter Pixel mentioned during the week uh, that Canon's 5D line might be dead. Yes. Did you see that? So I did well, see that. Interesting and rather a bit sad, but I thought I you suppose, would be a
0: little bit sad by that.
1: But I guess it's unavoidable. It kind of, you know, it's, it's the way of the world. You don't keep producing your low volume stuff. You only produce the stuff that where the demand is. It makes yeah, it makes sense. I'm not, you know, I'm not hung up on having to have a fight. I mean, I'm like a bigger camera because my hands are big. Yeah, but you know, if I had to at some stage in a couple of years' time when I need to replace cameras have to go to a yeah an r six or whatever the new version is not yeah you know, buy, a buy get that with a battery grip and probably back to yep. similar sort of size, yeah yeah, it's just all this having to use adapters sort or of, whatever to make it fit, yeah kind of you, you know a what lighter.
0: I had a little bit of buyer's remorse initially when I you know got the battery grip for the a seven three because I thought i oh, did I really need that, you know maybe yeah. I shouldn't have bothered with it, you know because it's made the camera larger and bulkier, but the more I've shot with it, and on the couple of times when I've tried to shoot without it, I so love having it because uh, yeah. it just makes the Owls. whole thing feel more balanced in your yeah. in your hand and it gives you more to hang on to yeah
1: you I mean you're not a little guy you're not like you're, you're five foot three you know? true, yeah, you know, not being heightist, but you know. No. Yeah but, yeah you 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 you're a normal sized human being.
0: But you take that thing off and suddenly you feel like you can only get three fingers around the 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 yeah. hand grip, you know, where with the the battery grip you can get all four fingers around it. So you the just don't feel thing like I
1: would ever say to, to, to I would have said to you before if you made that comment before you bought and I would say to myself before I had to replace down trackers is use it for a few weeks without before buying. Yeah just to familiarise yourself with the feel. And if after a few weeks you're still, you still know, saying oh, I just need more, then I would invest the money. So that, that, that kind of gets over that buyer's remorse because yeah. it's like, well, I, I, I found there was a need for it. Yeah. It's not just because that's what was familiar. And I think that that's a trap we'd fall into. We'd buy it because the camera feels more familiar with it on.
0: Yeah.
1: But, yeah, a couple of weeks of actually using it fairly regularly, you might have felt comfortable with it the other way as well. So... Um, possibly do you ever go out shooting without it on or do you just very
0: rarely on? very rarely so it'd be
1: an interesting interesting uh, experiment then to do that take it off for a while and use it for a few weeks say on your holiday yeah without it on and just right. to see how how you, you adjust to using it without it on yeah right See how it feels i'd like. be, be a very curious experiment i reckon Okay, because I I I did that was with my five Ds years ago, isn't it? yeah, uh, and all the cameras before that. I always go and buy the battery grip straight away, and I loved it. I loved it. it felt so good, yeah. You know, the battery, even on a big camera, having the battery grip run again, it felt so good, you know. Yeah. Uh, but for the last five years or so or more, I've never used a not used the battery grip, and I can't say I even think that I miss it. Yeah right, but I would have sworn by it before that. You know, I could not have a battery grip on the camera. It just feels so damn good. Yeah. which it did, but also these feel really good too. I'm just used to the smaller camera, and yeah, it'd be interesting to see if it worked the same way going to these mirrorless cameras. Yeah, um, if anyone out there's had um, an experience of that, and you know, let us know. Have you decided not to buy a battery grip, and are you regretting it, or did you finally just get used to it? Yeah, hmm. and don't even think about it anymore. Cool. Oh, yeah. Well, that's interesting. So, so yeah. So it's five has gone. If if it's not guaranteed, it's just a rumor anyway. Yeah. But if it happens, you know, the the rumor was the five D Mark Five. That could be why they decided not to go on because it sounds stupid. Five D Five. Yeah. Um. Five D V Five. Um. That they're supposed to be out by the end of this year. Yeah. Theoretically, but yeah, this is a year from. Uh, for, for, actually, I was going to say this is a year from hell <laughs> But I, I actually sincerely hope this year doesn't end <laughs> Why? Because that would be admitting 2021 2021 uh, 2021 Oh, okay uh, <laughs> I, should, <laughs> I should have to explain my dad jokes to my nine-year-old <laughs> I should have to explain them to you <laughs> <laughs> um okay <laughs> but yeah so maybe maybe it's just a delay and someone's thought the delay is therefore the end who knows mm. uh, i mean because they just released the i suppose the the 1dx mark 3 probably that's been in planning for four years yeah you'd imagine so but a lot of time and effort so it kind of makes sense so i guess they actually release it but maybe it's the last one of those too the last of the one series cameras uh, which I hear from everything I've heard going around the trap. So that that thing is a beast. It is just phenomenal camera.
0: Right. So how long has that been up, out?
1: Oh, I'm going to say four to six months, something right. like that. Not that long ago. Uh, but everything I've heard is just yeah, the ultimate camera. The the best thing's ever been ever been manufactured for people so who how, what, used to use.
0: What does the, the one D do, do that the five D doesn't?
1: Uh, Thirteen frames. Well, I think it's, the new one's like twenty frames a second.
0: Right, okay. Yeah, it's
1: shockproof, dustproof, waterproof. It's the pro. It's the, it's the pro body versus yeah. the amateur body.
0: Okay, yeah, it's
1: like going from the Nikon D eight hundred and fifty. I think it's the top end yep. to the D six. Right. Yeah, it's that, it's that gap. It's that much bigger body. The the yeah, the the much stronger shutters and all. It's the pro body. Yeah.
0: Yep. Okay.
1: The top top over the line. Now I did see, bloody these people from. Uh, who were they from? From Black, Black Magic. Magic. Yep. Yeah
0: coming out with a camera that can shoot 12k raw video yes <laughs> I, th- I debated whether or not to put this in and, and decided not because it's you know this is not like a DSLR or a mirrorless that shoots video this is a full-on dedicated pro video camera um, but yeah 12k raw and 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 not just at 30 frames either it's at 60 frames a second.
1: For the first year, I haven't even even got a 4K TV yet. I mean, (laughs) uh, you're dragging your heels, mate. Let alone 8K, you know. It's like I'm getting, my my Ks are getting well behind. Yeah. I'm I'm embarrassed to admit I've only
0: got a full HD TV. Yeah.
1: It's it's a 1080p, Bruce. 1080, 10. It's got a 10 in it. Yeah. This has got a 12.
0: You're living below the poverty line, Glenn. Oh,
1: God, <laughs> yeah. it's embarrassing, you know uh, It's not even a smart TV, Bruce That's how bad <laughs> my life is Not even a damn smart TV um, Yeah, so this
0: thing is 80 megapixels per frame Yeah And it's shooting 60 of those frames per seconds.
1: second <laughs> I mean, you got to think that's going to make wedding photography easy Yeah You just shoot everything and just pull out some frames That's and it that's a- all, which i think you'd probably do with 8k anyway as
0: well you know so twelve thousand two hundred and eighty-eight pixels on the long edge and <laughs> 6480 on the short edge that's insane just yeah, it's crazy just 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 nuts and it'll even do and it'll do 4k raw at 110 frames a second <sighs> yikes that is insane.
1: But imagine having to edit, if, you want, if it's raw, you have to edit every one of those frames, don't you? Like you can get an Adobe camera raw. And, no, no, yeah, no, the, the, things like um, DaVinci Resolve. Just you,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> imagine that, I've got to do 110 frames a second, edited in camera raw, even if I batch process.
0: And that, <laughs> that will would stick be them a all back together process. Again.
1: I've got to pull them all apart, then I've got to stick them all back together again to make <laughs> yeah. them a video again. That's a lot of work. Yep. Damn, so a lot of work. And my last thing for the day, because I've got diddly old is that Nikon had done a product recall on a a sixteen year old film camera.
0: Yes, I saw this. Just, I love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for a very small quantity, I might add. Because yeah. they probably only sold a very small quantity of those cameras. Yeah, there's only so
0: 152 there's, units that were affected,
1: <laughs> which shows you that. Well, there's only 152 units that were sold into Europe. Oh, okay. So all the rest of the Nikon F6s, so I don't know how many were sold, but there's a lot more, are exactly the same. It's not that those 152 units have a fault that the other ones don't have, but there's a chemical There's a chemical inside it where you're, it's now illegal for a product to have in you. Yeah. Remember how we talked about the other week, there was something about... Uh, a camera would be different going to Europe than it was everywhere else. That's right. We we're talking about the or- um,
0: the rumored specs for the A seven S three. That's right. Yeah,
1: and and, and um, yeah, I can't remember what the difference was, but this is a chemical composition of the product. Yeah, has now become untenable for Europe, which opens up all sorts of interesting yeah you know, recalls of all sorts of products. You'd imagine if yeah. The, everyone was to go and do that it's
0: kind of interesting that this is being applied retroactively like normally when you know when some sort of law comes out regarding you know you know in this case the the banning of the use of a particular chemical compound or product yeah it's not normally applied retroactively to you know products that are already in the market so this is kind of an odd case
1: so, or is it off their own bat? is it their own deciding to do this themselves? Um,
0: well, it says the recall's based on a t- july 2019 update to the european r o h s directive Now I'm not sure what that stands for uh, and whether or not it's company related or no it's european commission, so yeah
1: yeah, but it said, but it said it it's um restricted the amount of the plasticizer that can be used in electronic devices right. But it's not saying forever they were ever made. You know, it's saying, so So you're assuming that because of the type of camera, this product's still being used to yeah. some degree, and I can only imagine they made that decision themselves, you know?
0: Maybe, yeah. But I thought it
1: was ex- exceptionally odd. Yeah. And here's the thing, though. They will replace it with a brand new one. Wow. Which is pretty good if your camera's 16 years old and you're going to get a brand new yeah, version of it. Exactly. But also it shows, well, how many do they have laying around? Yeah, because this is uh, yeah. If all 152 decided to do that, yeah, you know that's a mess of A fair warehouse of 16 year old film cameras. I around. Now,
0: you were probably still in retail at the time. Where did the F6 sit in the hierarchy? Well, it was of- the,
1: that was the top of the range, right? So it's <laughs> okay. like uh, D6 the, it's the their D6 now. Yep. Yeah, fl- their flagship. Yeah, yeah. The flag is their their pro body. So. Um, Curious you'd you'd have to indeed. think
0: there wouldn't be a whole lot of people still shooting with them
1: these days. No, but you know, if I if I had one in the cupboard, oh yeah, yeah, I'd be right onto it. Absolutely, oh, totally. send me a brand new because maybe I'll because people still love these cameras. So yeah, sell a brand new one in a box on eBay. You might do. Yeah, you totally. may have just gone through the roof. You know, totally. Uh, so that's 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 pretty interesting. What have you got on your list? Anything of any, any, any interest? Well, I've
0: I've got a few, and we've got a couple from Adam. Uh, so I'll, I'll cover Adam's first. The first one was uh, New York in Lockdown. And this was a series of images, much like what John Swainston shot around the streets of Sydney oh, during yes. the lockdown. Yes. Yes, uh, yes. But these are the New York streets. Nowhere near as good, obviously. Nowhere near as good. Of course not. But, um, yeah, some really nice stuff. What looks like the... Uh, uh Grand Central Station main concourse I'm assuming I don't know I haven't actually I can't see the the text for it but it looks like it's devoid of people and streets that are almost empty which I would imagine is a pretty rare sight in uh, New York so uh, yeah but here's the thing here's the thing
1: though yeah know. If you do a long enough exposure on these locations... That's right. ...people disappear anyway, yeah, so you, can, you right. can recreate this. But the first image they show, this one, I don't quite get.
0: The one of the, the train?
1: There's sh- a train coming towards you. Yeah. So you can't see that there's nobody in it. No. So you assume, because that's what we do, that there's people in it. Yeah. So this empty city, the first image they show yeah. is one that could have people in it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like,
1: kind of. Yeah, where, where the other ones, obviously, like Grand Central Station, as you say, you know, it's it's um, yeah,
0: devoid of people,
1: less yeah, and uh, Times Square with one person walking across it. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: and I love an the, odd... the Apollo Theatre with "Be Well" on the uh, yeah uh, marquee. That's yeah. great.
1: But I th- I think yeah, Johns are f- certainly more. Um, there's, there's no. There's nothing emotionally interesting about these photographs.
0: Well, maybe that's because we don't live there.
1: I've been to New York so many times, and I love New York.
0: Okay,
1: yeah, you know, I've been to New York like eighteen times or whatever. Right, uh, so I love, love, love New York. Okay, but they're just not emotionally interesting. Fair enough. To me, to me, there's there's, there's nothing there that speaks emptiness and loneliness. Right, what they look like is nighttime, especially a lot of a bunch of them nighttime time a wet day. Yeah, where people probably uh, where it's cold and wet and, and nighttime time, everyone's got inside anyway. Yeah, it doesn't, right. It doesn't have that that starkness about them that that gives you that emotion. There's yep. nothing wrong with the images as far as oh, well, they're interestingly enough framed, I guess. You know, there's nothing there's nothing particularly exciting about them. I guess. but there's no emotion. And, I think that's where John's John's ones and and yeah, I've probably been to New York more than I've been to Sydney. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but John's images still are more emotively interesting. Yep. Um then than these are. You know? uh-huh. So yeah, so Adam, do better, dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well the other the other story he sent us was on DIY photography and it was a link to a YouTube video. How to use your Android phone as an HDI monitor on top of your mirrorless or dslr that shoots video oh, uh,
1: cool. and so
0: basically it's, okay. it's a six minute video the guy who's put it together as he says in his video you know if you want an external hdmi monitor for your camera they can be pretty darn pricey he said but yeah. you know all of us are walking around with pretty good screens in our pockets in yeah. the form of a phone and For less than, a, I think he said 100 quid, so 100 pounds, he's managed to get himself a couple of gadgets to mount on top of his camera and then put his phone on top and run this connection from the HDMI port of the camera uh, through a little gadget he bought off eBay and then into his phone and use his phone as a real-time monitoring device for when he's shooting video with his camera. No, that's um, crap.
1: Why is it crap? Well, I, I was, I, for a while there, I thought Adam may have redeemed himself for the previous article, but right. now see he's completely failed.
0: Why has he failed? Which is what we kind of expect anyway, so I'm not
1: sure why <laughs> my, my expectations were going up. Um, well, how much did the guy spend putting this thing together?
0: I think I think he said 80 quid or 100 quid or something. So 100 quid in Australian money right now. Let's just pull that up. I might uh, be wrong. I can't remember.
1: He spent Android. Well, I'd ask for I the, the price. The, hang
0: on. The text says, "What if there's a cheap way to convert an Android phone into a wired, low-latency, high-brightness HDMI monitor?" YouTuber Neon Airship shares how to accomplish this for about twenty bucks. Okay. So sorry. Maybe I maybe I got my numbers wrong. So 20,
1: 20 US twenty uh, English, well, you, uh, English English pounds. Yep. Okay, which is which is about forty bucks. Uh, Thirty-six Australian dollars. Yeah. And you can't. And if someone calls, or you can't use your phone at any time whilst doing this.
0: No, but the idea is you don't use the phone that you actually use all day every oh, so you day. I see a second phone. Yeah, well, haven't? Hasn't everyone got one of them? Second phone. Yeah, okay. yeah uh, no, but I, I
1: can buy for a hundred dollars. Yeah. Australian, a battery operated, seven inch, so bigger than you think, camera field monitor for your camera. Okay. So I mean. You're saving 40 bucks, and you can't make phone calls.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was an interesting little uh, video. Oh, well, no. So, well,
1: yeah, well, yeah, no. I, mean, I would say it's a pretty cool thing to have as a backup. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, 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 but I don't know if I'd be relying on that, especially, said, if you want to be using your phone and stuff, which yeah. uh, uh, I, I, I average yeah, 14 and a half hours a day on my phone, so... Um, I don't. I don't want to do that in my hand just to watch what's coming out of my camera. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. Okay.
0: we'll we'll call, we'll, we'll call it a split decision for Adam on that one. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and then the few that I've found. One was the forthcoming Leica M10R. Yeah. Uh, now this is a rangefinder style manual focus it's an only. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's an M series. Yeah, uh, like M10R. Yep. yep. So M M10R uh, manual focus rangefinder and yeah. And what I thought was interesting about this. Okay, so 40 megapixel sensor, supposedly made for shooting in low light. What I did find interesting here was that the image file formats that it shoots for for stills are DNG and JPEG. Yeah. They don't have their own proprietary RAW format which I thought was interesting, you know, given that, you know, Leica has always positioned itself as such a, a boutique brand and, you know, I don't know, it just seems odd that their only raw format would be reliant on Adobe keeping DNG in the public domain and, mm-hmm. you know, keeping it around forever. So I see, that- of, all
1: the things, of all the things that you could talk about that, Cam, that's got to be the thing I would have thought of <laughs> absolute dead last yeah i i I know (laughs) but
0: i i haven't finished i know i know you're going to be excited about the fact that the shutter speed you can do a 16 minute bulb exposure why
1: That's (laughs) as far as the dial goes sorry is that as far as the dial goes i don't
0: know it just says you can do shutter from one four thousandth of a second to nine hundred and sixty seconds now what i don't understand is if it's a bulb mode why is there a limit why is there a list? That's a good question, isn't it? Uh, I mean, if that's if it's a like in, in every other camera, bulb mode simply means yeah you, know, you use a cable release and yeah, you can yeah. keep it open as long as the battery's still going. So I don't know why there would be a limit to the bulb mode. But anyway, yeah,
1: bizarre, bizarre indeed. I agree.
0: Yep, um, and up to four. So already, and a half
1: you're, already you're batting better than Adam.
0: Okay, <laughs> A bit disappointed with the maximum sync speed for the flash, because that'll only do 1 180th of a second. I would expect that's, at that's, least that's a to, 200. Uh, I
1: assume that's to do the mechanical shutter, though. and That's probably not dissimilar to all the Leica's going back for a long time.
0: Ah, so, so. why does... Okay, so how does a mechanical shutter differ from, say, your 5D or my A7S, uh, A7 III? What sort of What sort of shutter do we have? Is it not mechanical? It's so electrical. I don't know. I have no. How would I know, Bruce?
1: <laughs> How would I, why, why would I even care?
0: <laughs> That's probably just, the more pertinent just, question. Just, <laughs> just, okay. You, Fair
1: again, you've surprised me a few times this episode. That yeah, you know, after all this time, you still think I know anything? <laughs> or care,
0: care about. I stuff. live in hope. <laughs>
1: So, so it's like a leaf plane. No, it's not a leaf plane. It's the the type of shutter. I guarantee it's something to do with that. Okay, where the other one's not.
0: (laughs) Okay, moving on. Nailed that. Nailed that. Instagram.
1: That was seamless, Bruce. No one even realised we didn't know what we were talking about. (laughs)
0: Straight over the top. Uh, Instagram, being Instagram. A Facebook product, uh, is doing its usual thing of ripping off everybody else's product. <laughs> uh, and basically, they are bringing to market very soon to the US at least a feature called Reels, uh, which is basically a TikTok clone. So the youngest. But kids, it's not owned by no, China,
1: so it might be allowed to be used in the US.
0: Right. Oh, is TikTok not allowed in the well, in China? It's
1: going to be. It's going to be. It, well, it's going to be banned in a lot of places. I think you'll find TikTok, right? Uh, and it already has been. Uh, yeah, like you, if you were for Amazon as an example, you can't have TikTok on your phone.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And all this sort of stuff because it's it's it, they they said there's a lot of location spying for China built into it.
0: So TikTok for those who are not familiar. It's basically what vines used to be. It's the idea of being able to shoot a very short video. In the case of TikTok, it's fifteen seconds. Uh, so Instagram is going to introduce something very similar called Reels. So
1: now, yeah. about eight to ten years ago, yeah, there was a twelve-second video company. Oh, okay. That was basically this: these short, sharp stories, and it. Failed miserably, just didn't, didn't take off. I, I signed up, I remember signing up because I thought, well, this is cause interesting to see what people are doing with stuff. Yep. So I signed up to watch it, and it I don't know, maybe survived a year, something like that, but I'm sure it was 12 seconds from memory. Right. And, uh, so for, it's bizarre that all of a sudden this, what's old is new has come back again, and, yeah. and for some reason <laughs> got incredibly popular. Yeah. Uh, it's just been so. When I was in India last, so for the first time ever, I saw all these kids everywhere doing TikTok videos. Right. But curiously, India's just banned TikTok. So that's going to be very interesting to oh, see wow. when we go back next time. But I also noticed on YouTube has changed that now there's a, like a, yeah, you, know, you get all your different like lines of video, types of videos. Mm-hmm. I'm getting bombarded with this one line now. There's all like 10, 12, 15 second long videos. Right. So even YouTube's got this section now for really short videos. You mean Facebook? No, YouTube. Oh, YouTube, right? Yeah, YouTube now has this section of really short videos, right? Being promoted, so that, that's kind of um, interesting. they they're working to try and capture some of that audience as well, or something, you
0: know. I guess it's just the millennial generation and their short attention spans.
1: No, that's probably the short attention spans of the new millennials.
0: Could be that too. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm a goldfish. Next I'm one, a goldfish. Uh, board but wait, portraits. there's more. Oh, yes, there's two more. Uh, bored portraits. I thought you would love this. Uh, so, I'm bored already. So- of course you are. <laughs> so celebrating the crazy oh. year that we are living, a photographer decided that she would shoot a bunch of portraits of people absolutely bored. And... Uh, She set up a couple of different styles of shoot. One was pain versus boredom. This is a recreation of an experiment conducted by Dr. Timothy Wilson and Dr. Erin Westgate. If the subjects get too bored, they can cause themselves pain via an electric shock. Then there's the time perception with the clock. A subject sits in the studio with a clock and the photographer tells them that it'll take a certain amount of time. But the clock does not only lack a minute hand, but it's running at half speed.
1: (laughs) So they just sit there for who knows how long. Yep.
0: And then when they they are absolutely looking totally bored, she takes the photo.
1: (laughs) That's good, because you can't just ask people to be bored. I mean, a few of these photos look like they've been asked to be bored. Right. Yeah, it, yeah. Does, it just doesn't, yeah, it, it looks put on on a few right. of them. But but then but then a little bit further, I probably had to go halfway through before I started feeling that a couple of them actually were bored. Yeah. Um, rather than feigning. And probably the one that is the most, that works the most for me is the little girl with the pink cat ears and the blue jacket on. And she's just fiddling with her hair. And you can see she's just kind of completely zoned out and it's like, yeah, oh yeah. So to me, that's that's the most authentic expression of all. That to me, I see that as being the the least put on. Right. I'm not saying the other ones are put on, but this don't. Yeah, I don't know. They don't have the the the, the they don't feel bored enough. Right. <laughs> but that one with that kid, yeah, that's such a such a kid thing. You know, you know when they're bored, with oh, I need to play with something in our hair.
0: And there's yeah. a, there's another one of that girl further down in the black and white yeah, section yeah. With, with her eyes closed. Yeah, yeah, and that one doesn't work as well for me, right?
1: Yeah, but but that one that one definitely because um, that one looks that one looks fake.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's like oh, rest your hand, hand on your head and pretend to be bored, sort of thing. You know, uh, and you've got to admit it's, it's got to be a hard thing to do. Uh, absolutely. Know, to photograph it, but you, you, you'd think well, you'd find the world's most boring video to play. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe one of but your I dark table videos.
0: I thought it was oh, topical. So. Oh yes, absolutely. So. Uh, and the last you thing my, missed got... my, you missed my insult,
1: Bruce. I did. I said we should play one of the world's most boring videos, like one of your dark table videos. <laughs> <laughs> Get
0: that expression going. <laughs> uh, and the last thing is Disney's face swapping AI. Is fast, accurate, and creepy as hell. Uh, That is the title from DIY Photography, and the video is just freaky. Like, watching what this AI is capable of doing in real time with video footage is, yeah, frightening. Uh, We are very quickly going to get to a point where you're not even going to be able to trust, you know, stuff that you see on video because it can be doctored so easily. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I, I, I found the comments really interesting.
0: Oh, I didn't get to the comments? Were they That's because there aren't any. No, right. <laughs> okay. It's interesting not a single solitary
1: one, you know. Well, but they got it They got it from DP reviewer, I think. That's the thing about these days. No, no one's got anything new. Everyone's just stealing stuff from other people. I That's right. Pretty much. Yep. Um, which is part of the chain bridge. Let's see, let's see if we... Uh, there's comments three there. There's 63 tools. comments on the. Yeah, there on we the, go. Yeah, but nothing on DIY photography. This is quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, they made great have, improvement. They may have uh, not enabled commenting on that story. No,
1: possibly. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't know why they would do that, but that might be
1: why. I love, this, uh, I love the doomsday people here who say this will ru- this will ruin the world. <laughs> Yeah, it's when you get that technology to be able to be broadcast on your living face as you're walking down the street. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're walking down the street. You see your mother-in-law coming the other way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're somebody
0: else. You could just
1: breeze on straight past. You could, you could do. Yeah, you, know, you could be do a Donald Trump and yeah, uh, you know, get a kid to put your face on and go and sit your, your exams for you. That kind of stuff. Because <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that that that'll be that's that's. Ricky, you can see something like that happening at some point in the future. Uh, Absolutely. Maybe not. Uh, There's a line in a Talking Heads song. um, I've changed my hairstyle so many times now, I don't know what I look like. And imagine that if you were forever changing your look, that was projected. That you would you would lose your identity. Right. It's an interesting book there, I'm sure. You know, science mm. fiction type book where you, loo- you lose your, your sense of self because you're everybody and yet nobody. Yep. Mm.
0: Interesting. Yeah. All righty. Yes. Well, that is it for another week.
1: Well, I don't know how we did that.
0: <laughs> you rabbit on for ages.
1: Except <laughs> we do that every week, Bruce, and we still sometimes struggle with <laughs>
0: Oh Alright mate. Well, Will you, you enjoy your next week of homeschooling.
1: Oh, um <laughs> No. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, I, I, was... re- I
1: recline. Um, <laughs> no, absolutely. You you enjoy your you're traversing back and forth and through to and from work and
0: um uh, yeah yeah. So uh,
1: it sucks all around. Twenty twenty. Let's just say yeah. like that twenty twenty. Exactly. Alright dude, all right, take mate. care Have a good one and we'll talk to you next week Bye
0: all See ya Shudders Inc Another audio to you.com quality
1: podcast
0: For questions, comments and feedback Email boys at